Welcome to Working Matters. My name is Carl Edwards. Visit us on the web at boldenterprises.com. Well, we are back for another great week with our guest, Van Ray of Amprint Advisors. Good morning, Van. Good morning, Carl. Good to be with you again. Thank you. This has been such a great discussion. You know, leadership in our culture can get so focused, it's almost myopic on two areas of hype, what I call hyper-focus. One is on making things happen and who can make things happen, just kind of that forward-focused, you know, go, 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 grow, 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 make money, make money, make money. And then the other one is kind of the other myth of leadership that's out there is kind of just the visionary and who's got the big ideas and, you know, the bigger, the better. And, and it's all, you know, it's all on bigness. It's all on forward. It's all on go. It's all on do, do, do. And you've been giving us some great other perspectives that leaders have to be able to take, have to be able to step back and look at in a changing um, world. And that has been wonderful. Thank you. We are going to dive into week four here where the, um, we're going to be talking about Slack and not only having Slack, which I will let you define, but actually intentionally building it in. Talk to me, Van. You bet. What I'd like to suggest is to be ready for the future, you got to have some capacity and reserve for the unanticipated, the opportunities and the problems. Mm. And the temptation is to get maximum efficiency. And I'll compare an organization to a piece of manufacturing equipment. Mm-hmm. And for an expensive piece of manufacturing equipment, you know you're getting your return is if that piece of equipment is working at peak volume all the time, minimal downtime. And what's true for manufacturing equipment isn't necessarily true for an organization. And what I'd like to suggest is leaders take some time, and as they anticipate the future and they think about what they're going to do to get there, is accept you don't know it all, and to take advantage of something you can't see yet, you better have some slack in your organization, in your people, in your money, that's set aside, ready to go when that new opportunity or that new problem or issue shows up and now you've got something to deal with it. And that's strategic decisions. Okay, that's excellent. So you aren't talking about slack like slacking off or relaxing. You're talking about um, capacity, uh, room, space. Yes. Uh, but it's ready space. It's ready capacity. Absolutely. And it can um, poise to take advantage of an opportunity or, or address a problem. And we do this in, in everyday lives. I mean, just okay. in our own personal lives. Okay. You can anticipate, you know, thinking about your own personal income. And nobody would be considered wise to plan to spend every dollar they were going to earn in the future, mm-hmm. say for the next upcoming year. We always set aside and say, wait a minute, there's things we can't anticipate. There's things we need to be ready for. And we save. And what I'm suggesting is you got to save part of your organization to be ready for something that you can't anticipate. And that saving. And how much you save and mm-hmm. what you save to be ready for something, that needs to be part of your strategic thinking. Okay. So now in principle, that sounds very wise. In practice, um, encourage me because that opportunity didn't come up this year. And I'm feeling a little like that capacity I set aside was wasted. Um, how, how do I think about that? Do I keep it there? Did it get wasted? Was there something else it was doing in the meantime? I guess not. It was available. Well, and that's key. And again, because you've got to deploy your resources effectively. And so part of that call is to be able to say, how much do we really need to set aside? Now, as we talked about in an earlier episode, if strategic planning is an ongoing process as opposed to an event, 
and it's something that you're revisiting, you revisit your slack. You revisit your margin. And maybe you had more in reserve than you actually now know that you need, and you can change that dynamic if you're actively revisiting it. Let me give a real practical example. Some organizations do this and some don't. Think about it with money. Mm-hmm. So if you think about all the things, the big things that you want to get done and invest in, you can anticipate that. And let's say for an organization it's going to be, let's say, $2 million. And you can picture everything you're going to buy with that $2 million. Okay. What I'm suggesting is take a little bit out of that or maybe add to it, say, 5 to 10%. Mm-hmm. And have that money unaccounted for in terms of committed to something, set aside, ready to go to deploy it at some point in your future. You need to do that with people as well. There's a lot of key resources. Could be in your organization, people that are creating new things. Well, you know you know, you need this new product. You know you need this new marketing campaign. And you've got to anticipate that. But are you ready for that marketing campaign to jump on an opportunity because of change in the market, change in a competitor, some new innovation coming down the road that you can bring to the market that you're ready to jump on and be able to say, okay, I can take advantage of that. So what's this in contrast to? What's this in contrast to is 100% commitment. And when that new thing comes along, now what you've got to do is you've got to say no to something that you really planned on doing, that you really intended to get done. Mm -hmm. And that no is really hard to do, and we tend not to do it. What we usually do is we go, okay, let's add on and try. And we try to take the new thing on and keep the old thing going. Hit that stretch goal. Get that new thing done. Mm -hmm. And we tend to do that new and the thing we committed to nowhere near what we need to do at the level of excellence to take advantage of it. Well, that is for sure. That's a great example. Or we staff up for it at the last minute. And then we've got all these people who have no history with our company, no understanding of what we're about, you know, just getting familiar with their whole job in these key roles, introducing whatever the new thing is. And we wonder why it doesn't go off well, just simply because they all arrived yesterday. And they're not real capacity in the sense of addressing the new. They're not even close to real capacity because they're also taking your time it should be dedicated to the new opportunity you just grabbed, but you can't because you're training people to help you fill that capacity when it's too late. Yes. And sometimes the illusion is that can it all be solved with money? And that's a great example is that, okay, I have cash reserves. I've got a capability to go higher. And sometimes those opportunities, yeah, you can address with a new hire. You can address with an outside, outside resource to fill in that gap. It's really key to understand not all opportunities or all issues can be addressed merely with deploying money and having that money immediately create capacity to get you something new. And that's why I'm suggesting, no, you've got to be realistic and say, no, I've got key resources that are not easily bought or substituted that I better have some portion of that ready to go. Mm-hmm. And it's tied into the theme we talked about earlier in, the, in our first episode it takes some humility to say, I can't anticipate completely the future. And, and this is part of acknowledging that. And it's, and it's that room to make change. It's that room to be ready to shift and not derail what you've committed to, but take advantage of what's coming at you. It's also, it's a, also a different understanding of time. So that new things take time to either implement or to change or to adjust. And we 
just think that it's just all going to happen. On the other hand, opportunities or problems seem to come from nowhere, and they're just upon us instantly, and we don't have time. So we, we, I'm, I think of um, sometimes when people solve capacity problems by uh, buying another firm, they want to get into a, a, another segment of the market uh, with a skill set and a set of resources they don't have, so they purchase the firm, and they think, well, now we're in it. Well, you know. You and I are in the business, so we know this, but the assumptions that these two cultures just merge overnight is, you know, isn't how it works. Absolutely. It takes it, to get that new capability online and, and really delivering on what you hope for. You're right. It takes time. It doesn't happen immediately. It takes time. So you've got an opportunity that has come out of nowhere. You want to take advantage of it. You expand your capacity by buying another firm, but that's a process that takes a lot of time. So those two things don't work together. That's what's interesting about what you're proposing, is if already in your thinking is capacity, then whether you solve it by buying another firm, to which you put all those issues in, the time it's going to take for the cultures to merge and to grow together and become one, or saving and hiring within your own firm and developing that capacity, that skill set in this example, you, you've got the space to do it. And, and then when the opportunity appears from nowhere or you create the opportunity yourself, you can get involved. Yes, and you're ready. You're ready to deploy. And you're ready to deploy. Well, that's, that's night and day between the two. Okay, but the risk is this unused capacity, and it's not, we're, we're understanding it not as a risk, but it's going to feel like... Um, it's not going to look good on the in the terms of accounting. It, it is a challenge in accounting, and and being having that resource seemingly idle or even some small portion idle is can be feeling somewhat counterintuitive. But what I'd like to suggest is that realistically setting that aside from a financial point of view is going to be a great investment when that new thing or that problem you have to solve comes along and you can address it immediately. So again, you know, one of the things, and I'll compare this to happens in major sports, NFL, what a team pays for, for a backup quarterback, they may never throw a pass all season. And again, this is a risk mitigation strategy where they come along and say, but if we need to have performance and Right right away, we've got resources in place to address it. And it's an expensive resource. And it's just acknowledging we can't predict the health of our primary quarterback, so we have backups. Well, in the same thinking, you can't predict all of the opportunity or all the problems that are going to come. Do you have resources in backup that are they're there to deploy? And again, it's that wisdom to know how much, how much to invest, but it's acknowledging, nope, we can't predict when those things are going to come, and but we're ready for them if they do. It's almost as if you need a different line item than just a contingency to actually put into your accounting so you can call it an investment and not be judged by it. And that's another thing that's going on, which we can't discuss today, but is a lot of our metrics for thinking about these things are not healthy and they're determined. You know, my big bugaboo is by how accounting is currently structured and it only gives you so much information, and yet managers are being judged and making decisions based on that information, to which does not account for a lot of these things that you are uh, pointing out are crucial to successful leadership. 
Well, we will we'll pick it up next week then. Um, today we need to wind it up. Where are you on the web van? Uh, people want to meet you, talk to you, email you. You can find me at www.amprint.com. And please feel free to reach out to me via email at van.ray, and that's W-R-A-Y, at amprint.com. And I know people will. Come by the blog. We love to hear from you. We love to interact with you. We want to talk about these things further because you are the people who live these situations day in and day out. We are at boldenterprises.com, and we will talk again next week. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.